When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we go. Good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, the Pain podcast. It is Monday. It is May 16th. It is 2022. And the Joe Beningo O oh, the Pain podcast is brought to you by Beach Camera, by the Hackensack Brewing Company. We had another great night this past Friday night, along with Kim Jones at the Hackensack Brewing Company in our live podcast. There'll be more of those coming soon. KZ Sports Marketing. I need a discount tire. The Sidebar Restaurant in Hackensack, and of course, the Great Blue Hill Golf Course in Pearl River, New York. Unbelievable last night at Madison Square Garden as the New York Rangers come back from a 3-1 deficit in their series, first round series, Stanley Cup playoffs against the Penguins, and uh, win game seven at the Garden in overtime, 4-3. Artemi Panarin, who really did not have a very good series at all, comes through big time. The game winner in overtime about five minutes into it. Just an incredible, incredible seven-game series to open it up. And now the Rangers are off to start their series Wednesday night, second-round series against the Carolina Hurricane uh, down in Carolina. You know, you look at this series, and really, to me, it's almost like two different series. You know, this series really turned when Sidney Crosby got hurt in Game 5. I mean, to me, that is the... You can, that is the line of de- demarcation in this series. The Rangers down three games to one, back at the Garden. They're losing game five, two nothing. And then uh, Jacob Truba with that hit on Crosby. It was a clean hit. I, I, I don't want to hear anything about it. I know there was some, you know, talk a little bit from the Penguins when it initially happened. But it was a clean hit, and it seemed like that completely turned the series around. After Crosby gets hurt, the Rangers come back, that three-goal three, three goal barrage, bing, 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 uh, to, to take the lead. And even though Pittsburgh would come back again and tie the game, the Rangers go on. Philip Hedl got that big goal in the third period. They got an empty net out later on from uh, Ryan Lindgren, and they win that game 5-3. Five, five to three. Uh, Then the epic game, of course, uh, in uh, in game six in Pittsburgh. Again, they're down 2 nothing. Just, just think about how this, this Ranger team, it's really, think of it, it's unbelievable. They're down 3-1 to one in the series. They're down 2 nothing in Game 5. They come back to win. They're down 2 nothing in Game 6 on the road in Pittsburgh. They come back to win. Last night, they jump out in Game 7 to the one nothing lead. Chris Kreider with his fifth goal of the series on a great uh, two-on-one with Zabanejad. They get the lead one nothing, but Pittsburgh comes back to tie it. Pittsburgh takes the lead on that somewhat controversial goal where Gensel, I guess, knocked it in a little bit. You know, with a little bit of a high stick, I knew they were going to give him a goal there. They weren't going to overturn it. And that made it 2-1. But then Keandre Miller, who really had a tremendous series, comes down the ice and scores that goal, you know, pretty much about two minutes after Pittsburgh had taken the lead to tie the game at 2-2. But then that crazy sequence late in the second period where, and I guess they called it a shorthanded goal, right at the end of a Ranger power play, Pittsburgh scores to take the 3-2 lead at the end of the second period. And at this point, 
you know, I know myself, I'm like, you know, you're almost like resigned to the fact, I mean, I, you, know, you, you don't feel good about it. You're down 3-2 going into the third period. You didn't feel good about it. You know, Pittsburgh had capitalized. They scored a couple goals on power plays. The Rangers have been 0-2 on the power play at that point. And then at the end of that power play, the second power play, they give up the goal. They give up the shorthanded goals. It turns out to make it a 3-2 game, and you're flipping out. But when you look at game seven, before we get, to obviously, the great game-tying goal with about five minutes left by Mika Zibanejad, who really came on in game six and seven, and then obviously Panarin with the overtime winner. But there is no overtime. There is no moving on to round two against Carolina, if not for the just unbelievable work of Igor Shosturkin. I mean, you you just you can't say it. What a game he had last night. You know, he was brilliant in the first two games of the series, even though they lost that uh, that triple overtime ex- extravaganza in game one. Remember, he had 79 saves, even though they wound up losing that game. Uh, you know, he played really well in game two as well. Then he had his issues in Pittsburgh. I mean, let's be real. He was, you know, we talked about it. Game three and four, I thought he was completely spooked by the crowd in Pittsburgh. I, I, I really do. I think he was completely rattled. They were chanting his name. This is the first time Chesterkin had ever faced a hostile crowd, you know, on the road in the playoffs. And I thought it got to him. You know, Gerard Gallant pulled him out of both of those games. I don't even know if I would have started him in game four. And, and just think about it. The disaster, you know, game three was bad. Remember, they were down 4-1 in game three. They came, game three, they came back to tie it at four. Eventually, Pittsburgh won at 7-4. Remember, Pittsburgh got two empty net goals in that game. But game four was an absolute embarrassment. I mean, they got their doors blown off in that game. That game was 6-2 at the end of the second period, and they scored two late goals in the second period, Pittsburgh. You know, you, had, you couldn't even watch the third period. It was such an embarrassment in game three. And at that point, with the, uh, excuse me, in game four, and with that point, with the Rangers down three, game to, three games to one, I mean, you could not have felt good coming back for game five. But this Ranger team was resilient all year and just uh, unbelievable. I mean, uh, the, uh, the ability to come back, you know, seemingly just with the, you know, uh, from the dead after that just absolutely disgrace in game two, in game four, game two in Pittsburgh, the second game in Pittsburgh, Remember, they scored, gave up 14 goals in games three and four in Pittsburgh. From them to come back and, you know, really trailing in all three of those games, five, six, and seven to come back and win, unbelievable. But Shesterkin was just brilliant last night. You know, let's be honest. This game, Pittsburgh really outplayed the Rangers really pretty much all night long. I mean, how many stretches and stretches of, you know, uh, 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 of the game were just played in front of Shesterkin. You're going crazy watching this last night. Can they get the damn puck out of the zone? Can they clear the puck? I mean, how much of this game last night, and and really a lot of the series, how much of it did it seem was played in the Rangers' zone? I mean, how much? I mean, over and over, right in front of Shostarkin. He was 42 saves last night, 45 shots on goal by Pittsburgh. Uh, just unbelievable. What a night. There, there is no overtime win with Panarin. There is no tying it at the end of the third period by Zibanejad without the absolute brilliant play of Igor Shesterkin. Unbelievable. And look, you knew Sidney Crosby was going to come back and play in Game 7. I didn't think there was any question whether he would play. And how about the fact that their uh, their goalie, you know, their uh, their full-time goalie uh, comes back and, uh, you know, after pl- not playing for about a month and a half, he got hurt late in the season in a game against the Islanders, and he comes back. 
and uh, played last night for Pittsburgh after Dominguez played the uh, first six games. I was very surprised to see that. And he actually played pretty well. But um, it was all hands on deck last night for the Penguins. But it really didn't matter because it, it was going to turn out to be the Rangers night. Just uh, unbelievable. And, and let's be honest about this, too. You know, you almost breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief if you're a Ranger fan. Because it would have, with the kind of regular season they had, where they wind up with 108 points, I think it was in a regular season, with the kind of regular season they had, if they would have gone down in the first round of the playoffs, it would have been an absolute major disappointment. I mean, I, you know, let's be real. After the kind of year they had, and they beat Pittsburgh three out of four during the regular season, if they would have lost this first round series to the Penguins, you know, yeah. You would have felt like, I, I don't know what. It, like I said, it would have been an extremely disappointing uh, uh, year for the Rangers. But they come back, win this series, and now it's off to Carolina to play a very good Carolina Hurricane team. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out uh, when all is said and done. You know, we'll see. They had a very tough game, a seven-game series themselves against the Boston Bruins where the home team won every game. Uh, so the Rangers go down there. They'll start it on Wednesday night in Raleigh. Uh, game one, second round of the playoffs. And look, I, I don't think there's any reason why this team can't win the Stanley Cup. Now, it's very difficult to win four seven-game series in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We all know that. We also we all saw how difficult this first-round series was. God knows that. But um, they can win. They got, a, they got probably the best goalie in the league. I keep saying this, probably the best goalie in the league. They got a oodles of firepower. Maybe Panarin's finally off the deck after the game winner now because he did not have a good series overall. Zibanejad certainly came alive in the last couple of games. Kreider's been steady throughout. Uh, you know, so they got a lot of firepower. You know, the defense has played well. Ryan Lindgren is back. They missed him for a couple of games that he was out. You know, uh, Adam Fox played very well, had that four assist game in game six. You know, uh, Keandre Miller, and how, like I said, how good was he last night? He scored the goal that tied the game at 2-2. And then he's the guy that had the big rush to the net that drew the penalty in overtime last night uh, where eventually Panarin scored on a power play, which turned out to be the game winner uh, in OT last night. So uh, just an unbelievable first-round series, as, uh, as as dramatic as you could want it. A rocking garden last night. Now, the Rangers won't have home home ice advantage this time, but you know, nevertheless, just a uh, a great series and a great comeback. Rangers down three to three to one to come back and win the series. Second time that they've come back from a three to one deficit against the Penguins in a playoff series to win. Remember, they did it back in 2014 when they went to the Cup final and eventually lost to the Kings. They were down three one in the second uh, second round of series against Pittsburgh then and came back actually won Game Seven in Pittsburgh. Uh, if you'll remember back in 2014, so. Tremendous night for the Rangers. Rangers are now 10 and 6 all time in game sevens and 8 and 1 in game sevens all time at Madison Square Garden. Only that one loss uh, back in 2015 when they lost the conference finals to the Tampa Bay Lightning 2 0. That's the only time the Rangers have lost a game seven at the Garden. So just a, a, a tremendous night last night. We're all pumped up. You get a couple days, a couple days off now. I'm glad they're not starting the series Tuesday. You know, give me a couple days to breathe after that and get ready for the Hurricanes on Wednesday night. So uh, what else can you say? Great night. Great time to be a Ranger fan. Got to be pumped up. 
And uh, what a win last night as they win 4-3 in overtime. Game seven over the Penguins. Come back from 3-1 to do it. Come back from trailing in all three of the last three games to win this series. And Artemi Panarin, who had a horrendous playoff series up until last night, the game winner in overtime on the power play. And uh, the Rangers win it again. A brilliant night, but from Igor Sestarkin. And we get ready now for round two. Only 12 more wins to go, Ranger fans, to win the Stanley Cup. Only 12 more wins. Buckle up, and uh, here we go. Game one, round two against the Carolina Hurricane coming up on Wednesday night. All right, let's get uh, let's get our sponsors in here. Uh, I got to start with the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, what a great night we had this past Friday. Um, again, I want to thank my good friend Kim Jones for coming in and and we had a great night there, and all the people that showed up, uh, you know, Joey and Kenny and and Joey and and, and all the guys that came. want to thank uh, my buddy Mike Jones, who does a great job at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Herb, who does a brilliant job getting everything set up. TJ, with all the technical stuff that you got to do. My son-in-law, Andre, all the great work that he does there. And, of course, my my daughter, Erin, who there is none. There is no Oda Payne podcast without her. So uh, just a just a great, great job. And we want to thank everybody again who came on a Friday night. We're going to do a lot more. Uh, probably going to start doing at least one a month at the Hackensack Brewing Company. So uh, stay tuned for that. And again, uh, located just 30 seconds off uh, Route 4 in Hackensack. Check it out. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Go see my buddy Mike and and check it out. And again, want to thank everybody at the Hackensack uh, Brewing Company. Also want to thank my good buddy Isaac from uh, Beach Camera. And he's been with us right from the beginning. And you know the deal. He offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, and Sony. You give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. You can stop in 80 Carter Drive, Edison, and he's going to save you some money. You use the code JOEBJWEB for $15 off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. So go uh, go check them out. And uh, like I said, Isaac does a great job over there. All right, Joe Beningo with the O oh, the Pain podcast. Uh, it's a uh, Monday morning. It's a big week. I want to uh, we'll get to, we'll get to the baseball here in a second as uh, the Mets finally lost the series, got beat 2 out of 3 by Seattle. They made they tried to come back yesterday in the ninth inning. They were down 8-5, had the bases loaded with two out down a run. And uh, Pete Alonzo wound up striking out to end the game. But we'll get to that in a second. Mets still 10 games over 500 at 23 and 13. Big week in golf in the PGA. The PGA Championship coming up this week, the second major of the year. Uh, of course, after the Masters, you'll have the U.S. Open on Father's Day weekend. And then, of course, the uh, British Open, the Open Championship, now they call it, in July. But uh, I'm very excited for this. little disappointed that Phil Mickelson – is not going to play here to defend his championship at Southern Hills in Tulsa. Maybe he won it at Kiwa Island last year, became the oldest player at 50, uh, 50 years old uh, to win a major championship. But I'm very disappointed in Phil. I mean, he's not playing here. You know, I don't know what his issue is right now with the PGA Tour, you know, the whole thing about this Saudi Arabian Tour and whatever the deal is. And then the story came out that, that Phil lost $40 million gambling. Could you imagine this? Could you imagine that uh, somebody could lose $40 million gambling and still be standing? I mean, <laughs> think about that. 
you know, unbelievable. But I'm I'm disappointed Phil's not defending his championship here. I think that's a bad job by him. He should have played in the Masters as well. He should be playing in the PGA. So I'm very disappointed by Mickelson here. But looks like Tiger's going to play again, which is always good for the sport. You know, it was great to see him make the cut at the Masters and, you know, finish all four rounds there. You know, it wasn't easy for him. He was struggling at the end. But good to see him, uh, you know, back and playing for the in the second major here at the PGA. But here we go. Here's, here's the Beningo predictions for the PGA Championship coming up. I love Scotty Scheffler here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting down some – here's my two bets. And I haven't seen the exact odds. I believe Scheffler is 12 to 1 right now. I, I'm, I'm going with him again. I think Scheffler, we know he won the Masters. He's won four times this year. He's the number one golfer in the world right now. Didn't win this past week um, at the uh, Byron Nelson, as uh, was a KH Lee wound up winning at the Byron Nelson. But uh, Jordan Speed made a nice run there, too. But I think Scheffler's ready to win his second major of the year. I really do. I, look, I, I don't know if he's going to win the PGA, but I think he's going to win another major this year with the way he's playing. It's kind of like Scheffler's year. So I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. I love him at 12 to 1. You know, that might change as we get closer to the, um, uh, you know, when we get to Wednesday and we get ready on Thursday. But uh, I like Scotty Scheffler to win here. I, I had him in the Masters. I won there. I think he's going to, I think he's a very good bet here. I would not be surprised to see him win the PGA. And the other guy I like is Cameron Smith. Smith's won a couple times already this year. Remember, he won the players. I believe he's 16 to 1 uh, right now as far as uh, winning in the PGA. So I like him at 16 to 1. I really do. Remember, he was right there in the Masters with Scheffler. Remember, they were in the final pairing, and he was right, right there. In fact, he had actually cut it to a, a one shot lead at one point. And then uh, came the fateful. Uh, 12th hole and how many people have wound up blowing the Masters on that uh, part three 12th hole at Augusta National. So uh, Cameron Smith was right there. He's played well. Like I said, two wins this year. He won a Kapalua early in the year, and then he won the players at Sawgrass. So these are my two picks. Give me Scotty Scheffler. Not that anybody really cares. Give me Scotty Scheffler at 12 to 1, and it might change. I mean, I this is what I've seen. Scheffler at 12 to 1, I love him, and my other pick would be Cameron Smith at 16 to one. So there you go. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I kept it pulled out of this last tournament because, you know, you could always, you always kind of like Brooks Kepka, especially in the PGAs, one, two PGAs. He's one, two U S opens. You kind of like him in these kind of settings, but I don't know what his deal is. Like I said, he got hurt last week. Didn't play. We'll see whether that's going to uh, trend. Will he play this week or not? I would never count speed that. Remember Jordan speed needs the PGA to complete the career Grand Slam. He's won everything else. He's won the Masters. Uh, he's won the uh, the Open Championship. He's won the U.S. Open. So all he needs now is that one PGA uh, to complete the career Grand Slam. Uh, we'll see how speed plays in this. But, again, I'm going with Scheffler. I just got a feeling he's going to win another one. And then my other pick is Cameron Smith. So we'll see how it plays out. But very, very, very disappointed that Phil Mickelson is is not going to defend his PGA championship here at the uh, Southern Hills starting on uh, on Thursday. All right, a couple other, let's get a couple other of our spots in here. You know, my buddy Kenny Zor, KZ Sports Marketing, you know the deal. Looks like we're going to have Tony Richardson, the former outstanding Kansas City Chief, and, of course, terrific Jet for a couple of years on those 0-9 and 10 teams with, uh, with Rex Ryan 
we'll have Kenny, uh, Tony Richardson coming on. But Kenny Zor, I want to thank him again for uh, coming on Friday night, doing his thing. Kenny Zor, KZ Sports Marketing. Uh, he helps me book guests, as I've mentioned on the podcast. And if you're looking to secure uh, your favorite athlete, a celebrity for any event, could be a charity function, corporate golf outing, in-store autograph appearance, give my real good friend Kenny Zor from KZ Sports Marketing a call. You can call him or text him directly on his cell phone, 516-996-7616, 516-996-7616. Simply visit kzsportsmarketing.com. Uh, go check out the the great Kenny Zor. Also, uh, my son Johnny, my buddy Ari, his boss, at uh, over at Anita Tire, Anita Discount Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, uh, Westwood Avenue in Rivervale. Go check them out. Anything for your tires, anything for any kind of car service. And we will be, uh, we, we had a tentative date. We had to change it. We will be doing a live, believe, believe it or not, from the tires. We will be doing a live podcast from the tires coming up sometime in June. I'll keep you posted on uh, when we do that. But go see Ari. Go see my son, Johnny, at um, Anita Discount Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, on Westwood Avenue. And uh, tell them I sent you. They'll take care of you. Okay, Joe Beningo, the Yoda Payne podcast. Now, as far as the Mets, uh, not a great weekend for the Mets. They lost two out of three to the lowly Seattle Mariners. First time all year the Mets have lost the series. Uh, they'd been 9-0-1. Uh, they'd won nine and had that one that they split with the Braves, that four-game series they split with the Braves earlier in the year. They lose two out of three here. Uh, they're 23-13 and 13 on the year. Still a nice lead, six-game lead, whatever it is right now in the NL East. But had their chances yesterday. They really did. You know, they were, uh, they had the lead. They were up four to one. Seattle came all the way back, took the lead. The bullpen gave it up yesterday. J uh, Jason Shreve gave up a big home run in this game. Drew Smith, who uh, gave it up as well on Friday night in the game, they wound up losing after Scherzer. Max Scherzer pitched seven brilliant innings, allowed just one run in the uh, loss to Seattle on Friday night. But uh, nevertheless, bullpen gave it up, and I continue to be concerned about the Met bullpen. I'm concerned about everybody. I know I know Smith had not given up a run till Friday night. Well, now he's got he's gotten hit in a couple games now. Uh, Shreve finally gave something up. You know, I'm concerned about Adovino. Obviously, Trevor May, although he's hurt right now. Edwin Diaz has really been terrific. But uh, got to be a little concerned, too, because Tyler McGill now has gone on the 15-day DL. So, or, or uh, injured list. Can't say DL anymore. It's the IL. So, we want to uh, make sure we get it politically correct. It's kind of like the Commodores and the Guardians, but we'll leave that alone for right now. Nevertheless, McGill on the IL. David Peterson, I guess, will make the start tonight as they open up a uh, series, four-game series with the Cardinals uh, starting tonight at City Field, weather permitting because they're, they're talking about severe thunderstorms in the area here today. It's all just going to get really nice after that uh, starting tomorrow. But uh, nevertheless, so it looks like Peterson will be on the mound tonight, and we'll see if the Mets can bounce back after losing two out of three to the Mariners. And how about how about the way this game ended last uh, yesterday afternoon? They're down 8-5. They come back. They got they scored two runs in the ninth inning. A big hit by Jeff McNeil. Escobar got a big hit in the inning, too. You know, they cut it to an 8-7 game. Nimmo got a big RBI single. How good has Nimmo been? But how, well, what a good player he is. He is such an underrated player, Brandon Nimmo. Anyway, with that said, they wound up loading the bases. How about the fact that the Seattle man uh, manager, I don't even know his name. He's, uh, who knows anymore? But does it really matter? Decides to walk Francisco Lindor 
to get to Alonzo, you know, to get the righty-righty matchup. He walks Lindor, bases loaded, two out, 3-2 pitch to Alonzo, and he couldn't lay off a slider that was clearly out of the strike zone. You know, he checked his swing, but he swung. You look at the replay, he was punched out, and the Mets wound up losing the game 8-7. to seven. Carrasco wasn't great yesterday either, gave up four runs in the game. But, uh, look, it is what it is, 23-13. and 13. You'll take it right now if you're a Mets fan. Uh, unfortunately, they lose to the crummy Mariners. They lose two out of three. What are you going to do? I mean, it is what it is. You, you're going to lose games in baseball, you know? I mean, if you win 100 games, then yeah, that's a great year. If you win 100 games, you, you still lost 62. So, you know, that's that's how it is. Uh, but 23-13 and 13 right now, I'll take it. But a tough loss yesterday. But we'll see if they can bounce back. Remember the last time when they were out in St. Louis and they played the Cardinals, they had that dramatic comeback win where they were down 2 nothing with two out in the ninth inning, scored those five runs to uh, come back and win that game. And then also had that little, uh, if you want to call it a bench-clearing brawl, with all the Mets that get wound up gotten getting hit in that series, and then the the close inside pitch against to, to Arenado, and eventually you had the uh, the benches clear and all that. So we'll see if there's any carryover to this series with the Cardinals because this is the last time the Mets will play the Cardinals this year, unless they see him somewhere along the line in the playoffs. So four game series tonight, uh, starting uh, with the uh, Mets at home against the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. So we'll see how that. Uh, how that all plays out. Uh, as far as the Yankees are concerned, took three out of four over the weekend against the Chicago White Sox. Nesta Cortez again, tremendous yesterday. Big home run by Joey Gallo. The Yankees just continued to roll. <laughs> I mean, what, what else can you say? They got the best record in baseball. Uh, what is it now? What are they, 25 and 10? I'm not sure what the exact record is. It's something like that, 25 and 10. They did lose that one game, three to two on Saturday to uh, to the White Sox. But they go into Chicago, take three out of four. So uh, the Yankees uh, sitting pretty good right now uh, in that uh, America League East. So uh, we'll see as uh, as it goes on here for the Yankees. But uh, that's the situation right now with the baseball. Mets lose two out of three over the weekend to Seattle. Yankees take three out of four over the weekend against the, uh, the Chicago White Sox. All right, Joe Beningo with you here with the O. The Pain Podcast. You know, I'm still kind of reeling from last night's Ranger game. I, I don't know about you. I'm still kind of like, Ugh, you know, after that game last night. You know, I remember I talked to uh, we talked. I talked to Kenny Zor prior prior to the game, and he said, "Enjoy the game." And you don't enjoy these games. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, seriously, if you're a big fan, if you're a big fan of whatever team, baseball is a little different when you talk about 162 games. You know, you don't get. You know, you can live with a loss. You can live with a couple losses here and there as long as there's no prolonged losing streak and your team goes in the tank and all of that. But when you got these big playoff games or you got a, even an NFL regular season game, stuff like that, but well, there's no fun watching these games. I mean, let's be real. Is it fun watching these games? No. The fun is when the game's over and you won. Then you enjoy it and you kind of exhale because you're sitting there on your, you know, you're, you're basically sitting on your hands as you're praying uh, you know, that uh, they're going to find a way to win these games. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But the Rangers did find a way last night. So still a little a little, a little, little reeling from this weekend, you know. Still kind of a little, uh, a little shocked. And uh, thank God the Rangers came back to win this. All right, let's get a couple more. Uh, we'll finish up our, uh, our sponsors here, as we always do. We've got a couple more. Blue Hill Golf Course played there yesterday. They're going to play there again Tuesday. Go check it out. 
my favorite golf course, Pro River, New York. Go see Big Mike. Go see AJ. Go see Chase. They'll take care of you. Best pro shop there is this side of any of the big stores, the PGA store or Golf Galaxy. Uh, I love shopping at the uh, the pro shop there at Blue Hill. It's one of the best there is, if not the best in the area. And you know the deal. Three nines at Blue Hill. You got the uh, you got the Pines. You got the Woodlands. You got the Lakeside. I actually had a birdie yesterday. Come on. Are you kidding me? I actually birdied yesterday. I actually had yesterday, and I, I've been playing terrible golf. I mean, my game is is really all over the place. I'm very up and down. You know, I go through stretches when I look like, well, this guy's not a bad player. And then I go through stretches when it looks like I never played golf in my life. So that's kind of where I am right now. I've been very, very up and down. But I was fortunate yesterday, third hole on the Pines, of course, at Blue Hill, over the bunker, third shot, beautiful shot with my illegal club that I use, my chipper, chipped it over the bunker and in for a crazy birdie. So, I mean, yeah, that was the highlight of the day yesterday. Outside of that, there wasn't much, I can tell you that. Uh, the day before, my wife got a birdie, her first birdie of the year, as we played at the Rockley Blue, and we'll leave it. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> that was a great birdie she had in a part three. But anyway, go check out the Blue Hill Golf Course. I'll be there tomorrow again on Tuesday. Got a, an afternoon tea time. See Mike, AJ, and Chase. They'll take care of you. The great Blue Hill Golf Course, Pearl River, uh, New York. And finally... The sidebar in Hackensack, New Jersey. Go check it out. You can get a lamb burger there. Remember, we did a, a live podcast there a couple weeks ago. Go see everybody at the uh, sidebar, uh, 45 Main Street in Hackensack, New Jersey. Tell them Joe sent you. All right. The Joe Beningo podcast again, Monday, uh, May the 16th, 2022. Uh, again, great time right now to be a Ranger fan. Uh, probably going to do, like I said, we'll do some interviews. we got Tony Richardson. He'll be coming up at some point. Maybe maybe we'll do him Friday. Maybe we'll have him next Monday. Have some other surprises for you as well uh, as we go along. So, uh, everybody, enjoy the baseball this week. Oh, we also have the NBA draft lottery coming up Tuesday. How about that? Uh, after the – or right after that will be uh, game one between Miami and the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Knicks, who haven't moved up since they won the Ewing lottery back in 1985, they have the 11th pick right now in the draft. Don't count on them moving up any anytime soon because they never do. Anyway, that's coming up on Tuesday night. Everybody have a great week. Pumped up for the Rangers on Wednesday. God bless all the love. Talk to you Friday.